Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Spirit, on three, joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line as everybody gets up and running this week, reporting to camp a little bit later. And uh, fans start to lose their mind, which is wonderful for us. And I hope you start betting on some futures and some first weekend games. Well, we've actually got week zero, Jason, too, right? We've got a full slate of games for week zero, which many people believe is going to be week one once the college football playoff kicks in. But, uh, yeah, I've been in a couple of sports books lately. The Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. They've got all the numbers, all the games ready for you. And I was down at the Beauvage, um last week, too. And and they're ready to to rip and run. So... Go ahead and bet your team two or three wins over what they're going to be. Like Jason. And uh, and have some fun with it. And have some fun with it. I'd like to hear what you think on Jackson. I'd like to hear from our listeners. Jackson Dart or Spencer Sanders. You sure get the sense it's going to be Spencer Sanders, a healthy Spencer Sanders eventually at some point. We're ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Uh, speaking of speaking of week one, I've got Mississippi State and Ole Miss winning. I'm going to go out on a limb. Jason, I've got Ole Miss beating Mercer and Mississippi State beating Southeast Louisiana. So everybody can party Labor Day weekend going 1-0. And then I've got my fantasy football draft at Kessler Prime, either on Saturday or Sunday or Monday, I think Monday, which will be fun. We welcome in Jake Thompson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Jake, how's your summer been, buddy? Uh, it's been well. I just wrapped up my vacation, got it in late this year. Uh, just had to do media days and then hit the road for a week and got back on Saturday. So I am rested and, and ready to report to camp like everybody else. Good, good. Um, where'd you go vacation? Uh, me and a friend uh, road trip to Route 66 to Las Vegas and then turned around and came back after a few days out there. Dude, that sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, tell it's me where you went. On the way out there. Uh, it's fun on the way out there because you lose an hour every day. Then you remember you gain that hour back. <laughs> so it's, it's the coming back part that kills you. All right, so you did go to Vegas, right? I did, yes. Okay. Where all did – tell me a couple of spots you went. Uh, we we uh, hit a few of the uh, casinos. We stayed on the south end of the Strip, so we kind of stayed down there. We've been before. So we kind of did a non-Vegas trip. We did some outdoors excursion stuff a couple of days, kayaked south of the Hoover Dam, kind of got some fresh air in our lungs. And uh, But to to your sports books uh, topic there, it was kind of quiet, just not much happening last week sports-wise to, to get people going. But you could tell they were 
they were getting their signage up and college football and NFL. And so uh, you could tell, obviously, Vegas is ready for this month to come and go and, and the games to get started. Heck, yeah. You were ambitious. Kayaking yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I usually sit in a bar and have a drink and people watch. So I'm proud of you. Uh, did you go to a sports book? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, well, there was one right, kind of right by where our elevator would drop us off every morning from our room, and so it was. It was quiet. Uh, we stayed at the Luxor, so it was. It was a quiet week at the sports book. There were a couple people in there, I guess, just kind of getting, getting knocking the rust off from the summer. Man, I wish I'd have known you were going. I would have sent you to Circa. Um, it's the I made cool. It. I made it close to there because uh, we went to Fremont area and I saw that the hotel, but we didn't make it to Circus. Oh, it is. It's the coolest sports book in the country. I mean, it's what I've been told. Circa is insane. I mean, the pool, the, the screens, the bars, all that. All right. And guess what? Hey, here's what's crazy, Jay, before we get into Ole Miss and football and recruiting is Vegas is about to host Formula One for the first time which is going to be nuts in November. And I watched the race yesterday morning. It was, it was really good. And, um, and then they're going to host the Super Bowl. Can you imagine that place is going to be bonkers? I, and, uh, I thought the, uh, I thought the race was sooner than November cause they've already got stuff for sale. They've got stuff like in any, any shop you could think of. So I thought it was coming up in the next week or so. And I pulled up the schedule. I was like, Oh no, they're, they're just pregame and four months out, so they're ready to go for that one. I know, isn't that great? I mean, Formula One in F one in Vegas is going to be wild. I cannot wait. And then the the Super Bowl is going to be wild too. We may have to go out there, but early. I don't want to stay for the game. All right, let let's go. Um, I guess I want to hit TJ Dudley first, the Clemson transfer. Tell me about him. Tell tell me how he got to Ole Miss. Does he have to get a waiver to Jake to play? I- I think they're trying to sort that out because uh, keeping it keeping it family friendly this this early in the morning uh, for reasons he may or may not have gotten kicked off or voted off the the Clemson team. I think they're having to sort through that because it's kind of a unique situation. Uh, but they're feeling optimistic he will get a waiver, uh, so they must feel it's not such a difficult situation to to navigate to get him in, which is just another piece for Ole Miss's. Uh, uh, defense and much needed uh, to get him in. And if they can get him in and get him going, because I believe he was number two or, or flirting with the two deep uh, linebackers uh, depth chart at Clemson. So obviously they were high on him there early in his young career. And, you know, uh, they need bodies in that secondary or linebacker and, and secondary of the defense as we kind of keep repeating here. But so that that was a big piece, another late push. Of course, this all happened after I kind of wrote up what the roster is heading into camp. They've added a, three new guys since then. So my roster is already outdated. Okay. All right. So that's a wait and see, but evidently people feel confident about him. And if that's the case, then he'll uh... – I guess he'll have a shot to play and, and maybe even start for, for Pete Golding. He was a four-star guy, signed with Clemson. Um, Dabo had to kick him off the team for some issues. We'll see if he's he's ready and focused and Pete Golding can get him where he needs to be. Um, Chris, you just referenced him, but um, former four-star Miami DB Chris Graves Jr. transferred yesterday. What's the latest on him, Jake Thompson? Uh, they, they feel good about him, even though he was, I believe, a late addition to the portal and got in on the 19th, you know, kind of in that gray area of was it too late, was it okay. 
but I believe they also feel good about getting him in. And that's like, you know, just another piece that's played at the division one level, you know, coming out of Miami, which is kind of, as we've seen the past few days, kind of got some potential issues dealing there with some boosters in NIL, which may have some players a little uneasy, uh, depending on how all that shakes out. But no, that's, that was, a, you know, that's another big piece another hopefully just depth to add to the secondary as, you know, outside of some some guys we've mentioned, DeAndre Prince and, uh, you know, some other guys that have come in via the portal, you still need as many as you can just to kind of keep that rotation and hope, you know, also that they're, you know, they feel confident, obviously, or they wouldn't have recruited him, that they're capable to play at kind of the Southeastern Conference defense level. And, you know, that's that's what they need at the very back end is to try to shore up that, that pass defense and not, not have these teams just light them up as they kind of did in the back half of last season. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. All right, so we'll see if Chris Graves Jr. can be a, a piece of the puzzle for Pete Golding in that in that staff. We've talked about it. Ole Miss pulls Bama and LSU early. And so you got to be ready to rock and roll. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss will play Bama and LSU, both of them, before, by September 30th, which is, I don't know which way to go there, but um, it, it's a handful for Lane Kiffin and Zach Arnett, to say the least. Okay, let's, uh, let's move to Marquise Willis from Cahoma. Um, Ole Miss media was going crazy when he committed it at, at – um, at Juice Night or what? I I got that wrong. What was it called? Juice Fest. I believe they had yeah Juice Fest. Juice Fest. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, so Marquise Willis, who is Malik Willis's younger brother, who played for Hugh Freeze at Liberty, out of Cahoma, committed to Lane Train at Juice Fest. What do you know about him? Uh, he he was one that kind of snuck up on me. Obviously, I was knocking the uh, cobwebs off the vacation here at the end, but uh, you know. I, that's the goal of Juice Fest is you want to try and get as many of those kids to say yes by, before they leave or shortly after they leave before they may make another visit to another school in the same weekend as we're starting to see, you know, these kids are visiting here one night and Starkville the next night and then Fayetteville maybe the next night. You know, that's just kind of how this circus goes now. But, uh, no, uh, Willis, that, that's another good addition. Just fo- keep focusing on defense is what I feel like they need to do. Uh, they seem to know how to get their offense and get guys to kind of stick around on offense. It's, they were kind of older on defense, and then they lost a ton in the portal on that side with the dismissal of Chris Partridge. So, or not dismissal, but basically that. Um, and bringing in Pete Golding, which you always are going to have turnover well, when a coach leaves and guys who are recruited by that coach. So I think Golding just knows he's having to hit it hard and heavy uh, with and stock that cupboard and just another – key guy in that defense. I think that's where they've been focusing, and I'm kind of shocked they've had such success in getting people here via the portal or getting high school kids to, to say yes. And maybe, you know, Pete Golding's got that recruiting touch, which I know that's something Kiffin was looking for. Okay. Jake Thompson on three. Uh, network, uh, Ole Miss Spirit. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. You know, as I've thought about it the last couple of weeks, Jake, and it could have been the Patron tequila, or it could just be 
you know, me really thinking real smart here. Um, I think it's going to be Spencer Sanders at the end of the day. He's going to be more accurate. He's going to be able to match Dart um, on the ground, maybe even slightly better, although Dart is very athletic and, and can run pretty darn well. But I think at the end of the day, the more accurate dude, and he'll be healthy in August. It's not going to happen overnight. Maybe late August, maybe even it, you know, a game or so. I think it's going to be Spencer Sanders, the Oklahoma State transfer, eventually. Your thoughts? You know, I, I kind of wrote this up yesterday uh, when I uh, get back. If Spencer's 100%. Uh, Lane told us that at media day. So what does that mean? I think it means if cause Spencer has said he's he's all in, he's staying, he's fighting for the job, he's not going to leave before camp or before the season like some may thought if he had gotten to that graduate status where you're able to transfer out again uh, without penalty. Uh, but I think it will be Dart, I think, who leads the team out against Mercer and through non-conference. But I think if, if you don't see Spencer quickly in the Mercer game, then something went terribly wrong overall in that game in the first place. But I, I think just from watching the Grove Bowl, to your point about the, the ground game, I think Spencer will be the guy they use more to run it eight, even at the start just to keep Dart's legs as fresh as possible and to not have that Matt Corral issue a couple of years ago where they were having to keep that ankle in bubble wrap throughout the week. I mean, he just was taking so many hits because he was running either by design or felt he needed to run when a play broke down and just getting beat up. Now you've got two guys in Dart and Sanders that you can rely on to do either thing, but now one can kind of complement the other. And if Dart or Spencer's okay with that at the start, go in with those packages that they have designed for him and keep Dart as fresh as possible. Now come SEC play, when things get a lot tougher, like you said, that, that uh, Alabama LSU to end September, one-two punch, and we'll see how Dart does. Dart struggled against that LSU defense last year. It's kind of where the wheels started falling off uh, and after the Alabama game everything just was a struggle for them but how does Dart do in year two against these defenses we know he says he's taking that step that maturity that growth in his game Kiffin saying he's throwing it better than he's ever seen him throw it we'll all start seeing that in a couple of days when camp starts with our eyes but yeah you're right I think Spencer is a, a legit threat for Kiffin to finally have to say all right things aren't going well if they aren't Let's put him in, see how he goes. But also, you've still got Dart if Spencer struggles after maybe taking a breather or just a game off to let him refocus. And then you've also got Walker Howard, who you can use. He's been redshirted, so you're not having to hold him, you know, four games in and then sit him. So you've got three guys that, you know, if Kiffin feels he needs to use all three or if the other two are working, it, it's, it is a luxury and kind of a spoil of riches, at least on paper, uh, with, with this quarterback room. What's the, uh, we're visiting with Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, on three, Ole Miss Spirit. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Everybody's revved up. Uh, everybody reports later in the week. Get all excited. Here we go, 2023. Ole Miss and Mississippi State will uh, rip off a couple of wins early, and then it gets, uh, it gets real fast. What, when you, as far as Ole Miss at the tight end position, who are you putting your money on? Michael Trigg or the Memphis transfer? I think Caden kind of becomes the tight end one, so to speak. And with his body size, he's a guy that you can finally have a tight end who can block, which Trick struggled with that early. And then throughout the year, even after when he came back from his injury, he just wasn't the same. But Trick just struggled in that being that kind of 
big body presence to help block on the edge in a run game or even a, in a passing play where the tight end was needed to just block for a deep throw down the field. Trigg just never had that. Now you've got Prescorn who came in, looked great in spring camp, has that size, that body presence to where he can do both. I mean, he was the Tigers' second best receiver, so he's obviously got good hands on top of just that blocking ability. And does that allow Trigg to maybe be a slot guy or you know be able to put both tight ends out there, but just let Trigg focus on the catching, the playmaking, and not having to be that that blocker, that run you know run protection kind of guy. And so I think you're able to use both for different strengths. But I think Caden's going to be kind of your your tight end that's viewed as the starter, so to speak. But I would never be surprised if you see both out there at plays frequently and even early in the season once they kind of get maybe those packages under their feet. Okay. Who do you think will be the most electric wide receiver on the team? I mean, part of me wants to say, you know, it's not fair to him because he hasn't done been able to do anything yet. But I just feel like maybe Aiden Williams is that Quinshawn Junkins this year, that freshman that makes that splash, that jump. I mean, I know obviously the expectations are there just for all the, the, the hype and pomp and circumstance around his recruitment, and deservedly so with how he played in high school. So I feel like maybe he will kind of be that guy just because there are so many bodies and returners and transfers that people or defenses are kind of known about with Jordan Watkins and you got – Sakari Franklin and you got Trey Harris, you know, you've got a bunch of guys, Dayton Wade and some older receivers who are now able to move up that maybe Aiden Williams can kind of be that under the radar guy that becomes early that, that kind of top receiver that they don't have right now. They've got competent guys, but, and good guys, but it's kind of by committee. They don't have that Mingo or that Malik Keith kind of like that superstar. When you think of the receivers room, that first name pops to your head. They don't really have that yet. And I think maybe that's something Aiden can kind of latch on to early if he finds success in his first season. All right. But who's the player on defense that has to make it all work? I mean, that has to have a good year for Pete Golding to have um, a productive defense. Who's the guy that has to make it happen and, and be pretty special all the way through? I think there's a couple, but I'll answer your question straight up because you asked for one. I think Cedric Johnson has to take that step. He got hurt last year, basically played with one good wing all year, and it got worse as the season went on. He had to have that off-season surgery. But he put so much on himself that he was going to be the next Sam Williams after feeling like Sam and him had talked about him being the guy last year. It didn't come through. I think that defensive line is where the success is going to begin and end for the entire defense, if not for certain games for Ole Miss as a whole down the stretch. And I think they need all of their key guys on defensive line clicking and playing at that elite SEC level, and that includes Cedric Johnson, who I don't think is going to be able to take a snap off in those big games. You know, obviously non-conference games, it'll, you know, it'll be what it'll be. But in those Alabama, LSU, Arkansas games, Georgia games, he's got to be the guy that he thought he was going to be last year and become that guy this year to co to complement and go along with the rest of his guys on the front line. I think he is kind of the key piece to, to this year on defense and has to be there every snap. Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider on the Out of Bounds show, fresh off a uh, Las Vegas trip. Um, he's ready for fall camp now in this whole Jackson Dart versus Spencer Sanders deal that we're about to go through the next several weeks. Could bleed into the season. I think it will. Uh, okay. So when does when does uh, practice start, Jake? Uh, Wednesday is when everything gets going. We have our local media day at, at, and then they have a practice first that morning. All right. 
Okay. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. We'll bring you back on in a week or so and get an update when uh, Spencer Sanders um, wins the job. We appreciate it, Jake. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, man. Glad you had fun in Vegas. Um, that was good. That was good. I wish I'd have known he was going. I would have told him he had to go to Circa. I had a friend of mine that said, hey, last time we were out there, you and I would have never thought about going downtown, um, although it's a cool area in Vegas now. But uh, the Circa Sportsbook is, well, it's, it's the best in the country. I mean, there's some great ones out there. But it's, it's the best one in the country. It's not on the Strip. It's downtown. You know, right when you come off the little, whatever it is, interstate in your Uber, you get to see a huge picture of Sinatra. And, um, but they're doing a lot down there. Vegas is growing so much. The revitalization is happening everywhere um i mean that metro area is crazy and there are did you hear him they're already getting ready for formula one in las vegas and they've never you know f1 is is growing it's it's celebrity driven it's beautiful people it's you know it's all the partners that you want you know aston martin rolex ferrari mercedes right and you know, all the celebrities will come in for it. And, and the rooms are already outrageous for, uh, for Vegas and F1. And then, you know, they'll turn around. What is it? Three months later. Yeah. Three months later and Las Vegas will host the Super Bowl. So they'll get F1 formula one in um, grand prix in, in November. And then in the Super Bowl, that with the Super Bowl, it'll be in Las Vegas. And we'll see if uh, Jason's Raiders are, are any good this year with Jimmy Garoppolo. You ready for some... Uh, oh, Devontae Adams? Yeah. Devontae Adams, baby. He Maybe. may be 30 years old, but he's still a top five wide receiver. Um, I'd take A.J. Brown over Devontae Adams today. Okay. Okay. Not... Devontae Adams is an unbelievable player. Unbelievable. But I would take three guys over Devontae. You ready? Let's hear it. Justin Jefferson. Yep. Jamar Chase. Love it. And A.J. Brown. Now, I wouldn't, if you said you have to take Devontae Adams, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Right. Because he's he's unbelievable. Um, But with what A.J. can do anywhere on the field, and then what, you know, look, let's be honest. Justin Jefferson is and this is hard to say this, he's underrated because they play in Minnesota. And I know that's your team, but that's not one of the marquee teams in the league. I know, I get it. You know, I mean, it's just, it's not, (laughs) right? I mean, it's not what what the Chiefs are doing and what's kind of happening out west with McVay and Shanahan. Dallas will always be in the mix whether they deserve to be or not because Jerry and their big brand... And then we've got the, you know, the blue blood Northeast teams, as you know, that have been been around forever, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, Giants, Steelers, and and the thing, and the Ravens have been good for, and they're going to be good again. They, they've got a new OC. They, I think they added a couple of pieces. All Harbaugh and Ozzie Newsome, even though he's kind of stepped away, but kind of hasn't. All they do is win. But I'm going, I'm going. Jefferson. Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown. Okay, so Devontae at number four. Yeah. 
But I wouldn't be, you know what? If you told me your rankings were Devontae one, I wouldn't be mad about it. That's how good these guys are. Yeah. Right? I mean, Tyreek Hill would be at five. Okay. Debo anywhere in there? I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, he's so good. Look, here's the problem. The wide, It's not the problem, actually. It's exciting for you and I and football fans. The depth at the wide receiver and corner position in the NFL right now is like nothing we've ever, 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 ever seen. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior Foundation. All right, foundation repair, Superior. Driveways, you need to get that bad boy repaved, Superior Foundation. Pull deck, sidewalks, Superior, Superior, Superior Foundation. Todd Sanders, Trey Pace will take care of your driveway, your foundation, your pull deck, your sidewalk. All powered by Superior Foundation and Superior.ms. Will Rogers, QB1, Hale State. 9.30.